So yesterday, the Federal Reserve Bank raised the overnight lending rate, the Fed funds rate, by another half a percent. But when it comes to mortgage rates, the market responded positively. We actually saw mortgage rates go down over the last couple of days. And I'm seeing a lot of confusion out there. People like to bang their chest on social media and 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 get on their keyboard horse, so to speak, and bad talk the Fed for raising the Fed funds rate because that's going to make interest rates go higher. And that's just factually untrue because mortgage rates do not, I repeat, do not follow the Fed funds rate. The Fed funds rate is actually an overnight lending rate. It's the rate that the Federal Reserve charges to big banks when they're lending them money. And again, this is an overnight lending rate. So these are very short-term loans. They're paid back the next day. And it has absolutely nothing with you taking out a mortgage for 30 years to purchase a piece of real estate. I want to illustrate this point by looking at a couple of charts. I have them queued up here. And the first one that I want to look at follows the Fed funds rate in comparison to the prime rate, which is basically the same. You know, those move in tandem. They're exactly parallel. And the 30-year mortgage rates, as well as this graph has uh, 5-1 arm rates as well. But if you take a look at these things, you're going to see them moving a similar direction. But they're not moving a similar direction because interest rates are responding to the Fed funds rate. They're moving a similar direction because both mortgage rates and the Fed funds rate are responding to the same thing. And that thing is inflation. Now, the best way I've heard this put is that the Federal Reserve Bank uses the Fed funds rate as a gas or a brake pedal for the American economy. At least that's the idea. That's what they try to utilize it for. When inflation is skyrocketing, like it has been, and the dollar becomes worth less and less and less, what the Fed wants to do is combat that. They don't want the dollar to be worth less. They want to slow or stop completely that inflation because cost of goods going up is bad for the country. So what they do in those times is raise the Fed funds rate. Because typically, if people spend less money, goods and services are moving more slowly, inflation is going to go down and the dollar is going to hold its value a little bit better. So the Fed this year in 2022 has really been trying to slow down the economy a little bit by raising the Fed funds rate. Because when money is more expensive for the banks, then money is more expensive to borrow from the banks when it comes to consumer credit and different things like that. So the Fed is trying to combat inflation by raising the Fed funds rate. Conversely, when you look at 30-year interest rates here on the screen, they're also going up, but you'll see some anomalies especially around August 2022, September 2022, you're going to see raises of the Fed funds rate at the same time that mortgage rates are dropping. And the reason that that's happening 
is because mortgage rates, instead of following the Fed funds rate, actually follow inflation because $3,000 today, if inflation is going up, is worth more than what $3,000 will be worth tomorrow because, you know, inflation means the dollar is devaluing. But when you take out a mortgage on your property, you're locking in an interest rate and a mortgage payment for 30 years. So when banks are setting mortgage rates, they're looking at inflation to see how much the payments that you're going to be paying to them are going to be worth in the future. Not just months in the future, but years in the future. And if inflation is going up and up and up, then that means tomorrow's dollar is going to be worth less and less and less. So they need to charge you more interest now in order to combat that in the future. Because a $3,000 payment that you might make them today is not going to be worth the same as the $3,000 that you pay them every month 15 years from today. So let's take a look at an inflation chart. Now, there's, like I said, there's some parallels here. It kind of looks at first glance like mortgage interest rates follow the Fed funds rate, but I, th I think you're going to agree with me here when we look at this inflation chart. Now, the purple bar here follows the U.S. inflation rate since heck a long time ago. It looks like the 1960s is when this graph starts. And then the 30-year mortgage rate is going to be in light blue. That's what we're really going to want to focus on, the relationship between the light blue line and the purple line. For those of you who are looking to learn a little bit more, mortgage rates almost exactly parallel the 10-year treasury rate. So if you want to know what's happening with mortgage rates right now, look at the daily changes in the 10-year treasury, and that's going to give you a really good idea of what's going on. But as you can see, since basically the beginning of this graph, as inflation goes, mortgage interest rates go. Now, if you look there in 2009, you're going to see a bit of an anomaly. Maybe in 2000, I don't know, it looks like about 2015, it looks like inflation is dropping heavily and interest rates aren't quite following with that, I don't know, with that, with that drastic drop, so to speak. But this is a really good illustrator, especially lately, beyond 2020, as inflation, the purple line, has skyrocketed, so have mortgage interest rates. But notice that interest rates aren't skyrocketing at the same time. They're actually starting to go up a little bit after inflation goes up. This is proof that mortgage rates are reacting to the rate of inflation. So what happened in the last week? Let's talk about that a little bit. In the last week, the Fed funds rate was raised by another half a percent. But the day before that, we actually got a semi-positive inflation report. See, it said that there was still inflation, but it wasn't as much inflation compared to this time last year. So that was viewed by the markets as a very good thing. And we saw almost a half a point drop in mortgage rates. As a matter of fact, right now, I'm recording this on December, what are we, December 15th. We're right in the middle of the month of 2022. And interest rates are about a point lower than they were at this time 
last month from a mortgage perspective. So if you're out there having recently bought a home, you might already benefit from a refinance. So contact your lender, reach out to them, see if they can help you out with something. If you're looking to buy a home, if you're a prospective home buyer, maybe you're holding off for spring or summer because it's not always the best time to buy a home in the winter. Um, That's a myth, by the way. It's a great time to buy a home in the winter because more home buyers kind of put things on hold, which means there's less competition for the people who are still in the market and actively shopping. But if you are looking to buy a home right now, contact your lender, whoever you got pre-approved with, because odds are you qualify for more home. Same payment, more home, bigger purchase price because we've seen a huge drop in rates lately. Now, get me wrong, rates aren't going to be what they were 8, 10, 12 months ago. You're not going to get anything in the twos, but with rates where they stand currently and incredible buy-down options hitting the market, which give you a huge value proposition, it's very possible to get a rate in the fours, maybe the low fives, for the first year or two of your loan. For those of you that don't know what a 2-1 buy-down is, it's basically a, a built-in discount that lowers your interest rate by 2% in the first year of your loan and by 1% in the second year of your loan. I've run the numbers on this millions of times on all sorts of different loan amounts. Basically, on a $450,000 loan amount, this keeps just over $10,000 in your pocket for the first two years of your loan. It's important to know that you're not going to be able to use that buy-down to qualify for a mortgage that you wouldn't be able to qualify for without it. You still qualify at the interest rate that you qualify for. Uh, Right now, if your interest rate is 6.5%, then that's what your interest rate is, and that's the payment that you're going to use to qualify for the loan. So this isn't going to help you buy more house or buy something that you wouldn't be able to afford or set you up for failure or anything like that. But if you do qualify for a 6.5% interest rate and you use a 2-1 buy-down option, then for the first year of your mortgage, you're only paying 4.5%. And for the second year of your mortgage, you'd be paying 5.5%. There is a bit of an upfront cost with this. And there's a few ways that you can go about paying for that. The first way is to ask the seller. Uh, Sellers are commonly giving seller credits right now. The market is softening. Uh, The power is kind of swinging back towards the buyers. Uh, We're seeing the market really normalize right now, which is a very good thing for everybody. But ask for a seller credit towards closing costs. If you can use that to pay for a buy-down option, it's going to do nothing but save you money. Also, your lender can pay for it. Heck, there's no harm in asking your lender for a credit. Uh, We give them all the time. At the lender that I run, we're actually running a special right now to where anybody who gets pre-approved by the end of February 2023, we're just giving them a credit for a 2-1 buy-down. So if they don't want to have to negotiate that with the seller of the property, they don't have to. And if they do get a credit from the seller, we're still giving them a credit on every single loan to pay for other closing costs or whatever costs may arise throughout the purchase transaction. Um, And the third way is if if your lender doesn't want to pay for it and the seller doesn't want to pay for it, but you really want that home and the buy-down option presents a huge value, which it does because the cost is much, much lower than what it actually saves you over the first couple years of the loan, you as the buyer can pay it yourself. So whether I'm talking to buyers on the other end of this camera or mortgage professionals, 
everybody should be relaying this information. Share this information with anybody who you think might be interested in it because it's really it, it's really valuable here. And I didn't mean to go off on a tangent about buy downs and things like that, but it is a way to start this thing out in the 4% range. And we haven't been able to say that for quite a few months. So it's really important. Again, back to my graphs. I, I just really want to stress that when the Fed raises its overnight lending rate, it's nothing to be alarmed about. And as a matter of fact, most of the time the Fed is raising the overnight lending rate, it's to combat inflation. It's actually to fight against the real thing that's driving mortgage interest rates higher. So when I see the Fed raise the fund rate, I don't know, I kind of view that as a good thing. I don't mind it so much, especially when it comes a day after a more positive inflation report than we've seen in the past. Is if, if you look really closely at this graph, I don't know, maybe you can zoom in on the video here. If you look really closely, you see all of these lines start to... I don't know, crest the mountaintop and tick downwards a little bit, which I know everyone is really looking forward to. Let's hope these downward trends continue. Let's hope inflation and cost of everything, for, for that matter, is able to be improved over the next few months. And if that happens, mortgage rates will follow. And all that's going to mean is more people being eligible for beneficial refinances and more buyers qualifying to purchase their dream homes more easily. I hope you got a kick out of this. If you have any questions at all, if you need clarification or have any questions about your specific situation, let me know. I will personally reply to every comment that is left.